Welcome to the Counter the Chaos podcast, a podcast that will challenge you to shift the way that you live, lead, and work. I'm Tiffany Lanier. I'm a keynote speaker, clarity strategist, and podcaster personally on a mission to live purposefully and lead consciously, and I'm here to take you all with me. I believe that living purposefully is something that we all owe to ourselves, and leading consciously is what we owe to everyone else. Each week, we're going to focus on a theme and then break down that theme in each episode as it pertains to your life, your leadership, and the work that you do. Monday, we will focus on living, Wednesday, leading, and Fridays, working. In this space, remember that everything goes. I pulled from I pulled from my lived experience as well as the lived experience of others, current events, media, anything that I think will help us really define these topics will be discussed and hashed out here. You can, of course, watch me live uh, via Instagram and Facebook if you want to watch me actually record these episodes. So today we are talking about leading consciously. And it's the second half of my motto, which is to live purposefully and lead consciously. And on Monday, we talked about living purposefully, which is what I believe that you owe to yourself. And if you haven't checked out the first episode of Counter the Chaos, please go back and do so because we really define what living purposefully, at least what it means for me, how I found my purpose um, and how I apply that to really showing up in the most powerful way that I know how, as well as how I help others do the same. And today we're going to be talking about leading consciously, which is what I believe that you owe to everyone else. So we first have to define what does it even mean to lead consciously? Like, think about it. What does that mean? And am I a conscious leader? And when I talk about leadership on this show, it's going to not just be in the sense of the work that you do, but also just how you show up to lead in your life. So the impact that you have on quite literally any and everybody from your family and friends to your coworkers and colleagues, to the people that you influence through the businesses and organizations that you create, all of that is a form of leadership. And so when I talk about leading consciously, it's this idea of cultivating a relationship between me and we. So a lot of the time we hear this idea of going from me to we, but I don't believe that that is accurate. We have to cultivate this relationship between me and we, because it happens simultaneously, right? We can't forget ourselves in the process of leading others. And it's so important that we stay focused on who we are, what we stand for, what matters to us, but also know that every time we enter that frame of thought, that frame of being, that it has real life and real time implications on other people. And so I, as you know, this this podcast is to challenge you to shift the way that you live, lead, and work. And so when we talk about live, leading, and working from our own perception of what that means to us in a more aligned fashion, in a more purpose-driven fashion, conscious-driven fashion, meaningful fashion, we have to know that when we live, lead, and work in our everyday life, that it impacts how people, how others around us get to live, lead, and work. Does that make sense? So as we step into ourselves or the way that we want to live, lead, and work, it has a direct implication on 
others, how they get to live, lead, and work. And so my philosophy around leading consciously is a mix of a few different types of, I guess, conscious leading definitions. And so one of them is conscious leadership. Another is woke leadership. Another is social change leadership. And I'll even throw in authentic authentic leadership. All of those um, different leadership styles frame my thoughts around leading in the most conscious fashion. So I want to kind of break each one of those down for you so that you have a clear understanding about what each of those models actually mean. And then we can get into how does that pertain to the way that you show up? How does that pertain to the the responsibility that you have towards leading others? And so let's start with leading consciously or conscious leadership. However, conscious leadership is a cultivated relationship, like I said, between me and we. The definition of, if you like Googled conscious leadership, people will talk a lot about self-awareness, right? Self-awareness being the key. Self-awareness is really the key to every single one of these leadership forms if you're trying to um, establish that solid relationship between self and other people. You can't be... um, I guess, a tyrant or a dictator, um, an authoritarian, if you are self-aware, right? Really understanding who you are, not just from your strengths and your weaknesses, but also from your thoughts and your feelings and your motives, like actually being in tuned with what that is for you in real time. If you follow me across any platforms for a number of years, you know how important uh, self-awareness is to me. I mean, I talk about really getting to know who you are and anything that I do, even as it pertains to business, as I help people um, create their businesses and their brands, there's this level of understanding about who they are at the core. And the thing is, knowing who you are, like really knowing and understanding who you are, isn't something that you can create or facilitate in one training, one coaching session, one lesson, right? It's kind of this lifelong journey of self-discovery and understanding of self. We spend most of our lives being told what to do to some degree, being told who we need to become, what it is that we need to do as it pertains to the way that we live every single day, as it pertains to our philosophy around society, as it pertains to the work that we are going to be doing, right? What do you want to do when you grow up? Usually that question changes from what we think we want to do as a child, and then we start to adult, and everything shifts, (laughs) right? Because we're like, oh, this thing that I wanted to do as a child, I don't know if I can actually do that. And so you go off to college, or you start a trade, or whatever that looks like. Like, and you become jaded by life and bills and societal norms. And somewhere along those lines, we lose ourselves. We lose our sense of self. We lose our sense of who we were here to be, who we want to be, why it all matters. And so as we start to awaken, right, to some degree, many of many of you, if you're if you're listening to this, it's likely that you are committing to some level of personal growth and development. Um, so once you 
consciously embark on that journey of personal growth and development, you are quite literally looking to unlearn everything that you've done, Um, at least a lot of it, right? We're looking to unlearn certain behaviors, unlearn certain habits that has held us back from reaching our fullest potential, unlearn societal norms that don't serve us, unlearn the the habits, behaviors, and mindsets that our parents instilled in us. We're looking to unlearn. And as we unlearn and unravel, it takes coaching and therapy and journaling and meditation and everything else under the sun. All of those things um, will help you better understand who you are. And as you become, or as you start to have more conviction in this person that you really are, you basically spend the rest of your life trying to cultivate that relationship with yourself. And put down all the things, people, um, toxic mindsets, toxic relationships, and everything else under the sun that doesn't pertain to this new identity that you're looking to step into. So I say all of that to come back to that is what self-awareness really is. That is what self-awareness will do for you. It will teach you how to identify your thoughts, your feelings, your motives, and how you react to the thoughts and feelings and motives that come through you and how that impacts other people. So the more self-aware you are, the, the stronger your ability to see what you do right and what you do wrong. Um, and I put quotations because, you know, that's very relative. But self-awareness being one of those very key factors and leading a more conscious um, driven life and leading consciously. Another key element of conscious leadership is intentionality. We talked about intentionality on Monday and and your purpose, you know, living purposefully, being intentional about becoming who you want to be and being intentional about what that purpose looks like for you and being open to the evolution of change and creation as you step into the purpose um, or as your purpose evolves, which it definitely does over a span of your life, um, which is perfectly beautiful and fine if we just learn to accept that. Uh, But being intentional about how we show up to lead is also a key factor in conscious leadership. So not just leading from maybe our most intrinsic state, but again, creating a relationship with how we want to lead and having an everyday practice that will allow us to cultivate that each and every single day. And then another element is empathy. Right. We talk a lot about empathy. Like I said, if you are in person in the personal growth, personal development world, you or leadership world even, you'll talk a lot about empathy. What does it mean to have empathy? Well, first, the simplest definition is to quite literally put yourself in someone else's shoes. Right, put yourself in someone else's shoes. So if you are putting yourself in someone else's shoes, you are having the ability to understand what this other person may be going through or experiencing. Therefore, reacting, right? Reacting in a way that is understanding, is compassionate um, from this view because you understand what it feels like to be that person. So empathy is and also, it depends on on which model you're looking at. I'm like stumbling over my words, but I recently did a talk in Ohio a couple of weeks ago, and my topic was 
utilizing emotional and social intelligence to create authentic content. So I spent a lot of time talking about emotional and social intelligence and what does that look like for us as individuals and what does it look like as we create our businesses and our brands and how does that formulate this authentic quality to show up uh, personally for ourselves and show up for the people that we wish to impact. And so a part of empathy, one part is quite literally putting yourself in someone else's shoes, but from a social intelligence space, it's also cultivating this mutual relationship, this mutual understanding of each other on an emotional level. So all of these qualities make up conscious leadership, and there are a ton more, and I would totally advise you to um, just Google conscious leadership. There's pretty much a company in particular that has coined (laughs) or cornered the market for conscious leadership training as of right now. And so they have books and everything on it. But this this idea of conscious leadership is really, again, cultivating the relationship between yourself and those that you impact. And so another form of leadership that I prescribe to is woke leadership. And I'm not even sure if that's an actual... (laughs) an actual leadership style. But we talk a lot about wokeness, right? It's And being woke, being conscious is a state of being aware. Like that's what those terms mean. It's a level of awareness that we have um, within ourselves and what we know about the world, about society, about other people, the people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis and being consciously aware of how we're showing up in all of this space. Woke leadership is to me, digging a little bit deeper. It is really seeking to understand and quite literally refusing to turn away what's in front of you, right? This level of wokeness. It's being open to diversity and inclusion and every spectrum of the word. And it's really getting uncomfortable and are getting very uncomfortable with self and what you think you know or how you think you behave and having those conversations with others and being open to see what comes out of it. And so woke leadership allows for you or what it should do is allow for you to see from a a completely different perspective and be willing to stay in that field of uncomfortable, uncomfortableness. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable, right? We do our damnness to try to live the most comfortable life. We try to stay in our little comfort, our comfortable box. But if you are looking to be a more conscious driven leader, you have to be willing to get into this very uncomfortable state. You have to be willing to have the conversation, not only with others, but with yourself. And sometimes that, that first initial conversation is the hardest, right? Right now we are faced... With so many things happening um, within our country, if you're watching in the United States, but even if you aren't in the United States, you probably know what is going on in the United States. And so with that being said, we're constantly battling what is prescribed fake news, right? What is real and what isn't? And what what conversations should we be having around politics, around how we're showing up to live, lead, and work in our personal lives and the in the lives in the workplace that we go to? But what does this all look like? And so when I talk about woke leadership, especially as it's like, don't turn away, right? We are dealing with something, a crisis on the border. And it actually is a crisis because of separating these children from their families. That is a first 
That first level aspect of separating children from family is detrimental in itself. Just because of the trauma, I can't imagine like the level of trauma that these children are going through, right? I think about my four-year-old daughter and I could not imagine being separated from her. I could not imagine someone taking her and putting her in a whole different building or a whole different atmosphere away from me and what that would do to her psychologically and what it would do to me psychologically. Um, so when we talk about these uncomfortable situations, because no matter your political views, it's about getting to the core of how you think and how you feel. And so leading consciously is quite literally getting to that core aspect of yourself, of your understanding. The biggest problem that I see in the country, especially around politics. I mean, there's so many problems. So I don't even know if I can say the biggest problem that I see. But one really big issue is getting to the root of our core values, like really understanding our core values. Because what I notice a lot of people do is they speak to one thing, right? They say, I believe this, that, and the other. And their actions, what they support, what they vote on are completely different. And so there's this lack of congruency between who they are and what they believe. So Leading consciously is being in alignment and being congruent with who you are, what you stand for, and what you believe, and knowing that like you know it. And taking the time to really explore, why do I think this way? Why do I do this this way? And how can I do it better? So that to me is woke leadership. And then the last form of leadership, actually there's two, but the last one I want to talk about is social change leadership. And social change leadership has this three-tier approach. And I have a talk called the next or next level leader shift. And it's about understanding yourself. It's understanding your ripple effect on others. And then how does that pertain to humanity in the planet? And so social change leadership is this idea that you're focused on the individual, right? The self-awareness piece, so important. The second is the group, right? Those other people that, that you have an impact on. And then community and society as a whole, because we don't always understand what our ripple effect is. We don't always see that the things that we do in real time has this deep rooted ripple that could touch someone in spaces that you you never dream of, right? And in my talk, I, I usually give some example of like discourse in the workplace. And one is if you come to work, but you can apply this to work, you can apply this to having a bad day within your family. Just if you have a bad day, right? And you show up at work, you show up at home, you show up in any space, that energetic level of your bad day will have its own ripple, right? You show up with an attitude, someone else is going to cop. <laughs> someone else is likely to cop an attitude. They're not only going to develop this attitude because you came in the space with your negativity, but then they might perpetuate that onto someone else. And before you know it, it's bounced quite literally like its own little epidemic disease from one place to the other. And that is a very... Um, 
you know, micro view of our ripple, of the ripple effect that we have or could have in the world. But think about it, right? When someone shows up in your face and they're bringing all their negativity, whether that's their aura or quite literally their words, it's going to rub off on you, especially if you don't have your boundaries in place. And you're going to be like, well, if they're feeling this type of way, then I'm feeling this type of way. And once you, your mood changes, you take that out on other people and then it continues forward and forward and forward. So when you talk about social change leadership, it's dealing with that from like on a bigger world view. So how you as an individual impact others and how that ripple effects leads to creating actual sustainable change or negative impact in the world around us. So it goes from like me to we to us universally. I'm wearing a shirt right now. Um, it's my new A Modern Visionary tea. So if you don't know, I have another podcast called A Modern Visionary. It's where I talk to leaders who give a damn um, about business leadership and politics. So if you're into any of that, you can find that um, on amodernvisionary.com as well as iTunes and Spotify. But over at A Modern Visionary, we have um, a couple of different t-shirt lines. One is I Can't Wait to Vote, but another one that we are looking to put out into the world this week is A Modern Visionary. And the A Modern Visionary shirt says a name given to a leader who gives a damn about the current and future state of humanity in the planet, right? A name given to a leader who gives a damn about the current and future state of humanity in the planet. So that's what social change leadership is all about, is this level of consciousness of knowing thyself, but also what that ripple effects looks like far past you. And if we are to step into a new form of self, we have to start identifying that it's not only about us. That is not just about us. A lot of time, you know, self-help and personal growth and personal development is very personal. It's self-oriented. But once we are able to find the stability within ourselves, knowing that discovering who we are or uncovering who we are, unpacking all of the mindsets and, and behaviors and habits is quite literally a lifelong journey, we then have to think, how does this impact the people that I wish to impact? How does this impact my children? How does this impact my family, my friends, my coworkers, my colleagues, um, the world? How does it impact the stranger down the street that I'm not even sure that it does yet? So this broader level of understanding to me is what it means to ultimately lead consciously. So when I say living purposely is something that you owe to yourself, you owe it to yourself to discover this aspect of your beingness, to discover why you were put on this earth, to listen to the whispers in your ear and listen to um that vision, right? Or see that vision that you have in your mind and that you hold in your heart and to take action towards it. Believing consciously is what you owe to everyone else. You owe it to everyone else to show up in a more aware version of who you are, in a version that's constantly working on becoming a better version of yourself and doing good not only by you, but doing good by everyone that you touch. And that too is a level of a practice. That too is a practice of understanding. I, outside of my model, Living Purposefully and Leading Consciously, I talk about our responsibility. And I say that we have a responsibility to humanity and the planet to connect, grow, and become the best versions of ourselves. So becoming the best version of yourself is that self-aware version. 
version. Becoming the best version of yourself is a conscious approach to how you show up in the world. Becoming the best version of yourself is understanding the implications of your actions, of the things that you do, the way that you speak, the way that you create, the way that you show up to quite literally create this impact that everyone's always talking about. And what we do need to understand is that impact right? Impact could be good and impact could be bad, just as change is good and change is bad. And so it's not just about creating change. It's not just about creating an impact. It's about understanding the best ways that we can show up to create a more sustainable, right? Positive change, sustainable, positive impact. And what does that actually look like for us as we show up each and every single day in the world? And so that everybody is my ideas around leading more consciously. Like I said, it is mixed up uh, leadership, you know, framework, but I've mixed it all together into a pot of my own. And I live by all of these different principles. And I create that practice every single day of thinking, how can I show up to do better? How can I do better for me? How can I be a better mom for my daughter? What does that consciously look like? How can I be a more conscious partner, you know, to, to my spouse? How can I be a better coach, entrepreneur, speaker, facilitator, um, steward of my gifts and a better human to the world around me. These are the thoughts that I'm always having. And so Counter the Chaos is actually the podcast where you get to join me on all the thoughts that I have about about growing, about under, about quite literally countering the chaos that we have in ourselves and in the world around us. And what can that look like? What can that be so that we can grow into the humans that we want to be, the humans that are here to understand our own humanity, reconnect to our own humanness. And when we are able to do that, we can connect to the humanity of everybody else. When we're able to do that, we can connect to the humanness of everyone else. Because if you think about it, if we don't take the time to know who we are, what we stand for, what matters to us, do we really have the capacity to do that for other people? Do we? And the answer is likely no. Or you think so much about others, you don't think about yourself, you become burned out, cranky, and angry. And so there is this balancing act. And so between living purposefully and leading consciously, to me, is really the crux of our existence and how we can become just better all the way around in every aspect of the word. And so, yeah, I'm going to leave you with that. (laughs) With that, I would love to hear from you. What is your definition of leading consciously? What is your definition of showing up and being a more self-awareed version and that understanding of the ripple effect that you have on everyone that you encounter? I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for me as it pertains to any of the topics that I discuss here on the podcast, you can always shoot me an email at live or at info at livewithtiffany.com. And I want you to know that I am ready and willing to show up and speak or conduct a training and facilitation on personal growth and self-discovery, on conscious and authentic leadership and really meaningful work. And so if you know someone right at your job, a conference that you may be attending or something that you are producing yourself and you are looking for a dynamic speaker to talk on any one of these issues, I'm here for that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am here for that. And you can inquire about me showing up on a stage near you at bookings at livewithtiffany.com. So thank you so much again for being here with me on the second episode of Counter the Chaos.